Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of Fake Nerds Watch for Star Trek Picard Season 2. This is Episode 1. I do not remember the title of this episode. The Stargazer. I got there. Um, it is Episode 1, The Stargazer. We are back. Mike, Now Right Nerdy Podcast, welcome back. Yo, thank you so much again for having me, man. I'm, uh, as always, excited to talk Star Trek with you, whether it be Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, whatever you may be. Uh, and what's nice always- is we're back. We're back to Picard. We started with Picard. We're back with Picard. Yeah, coming full circle. Yeah. Hopefully, this uh, won't be the end, though. <laughs> it probably. Um, so. Uh, Cookie's not here. Cookie couldn't join us for 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 Sasha Picard episode one. So, but let's just get right into it. Mike, what did you think of this first episode of season two? Oh no, I actually liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I actually really liked it. Yeah. it. I was I couldn't have been more surprised. I feel like this is what the first season. They should just erase the first season. Just have this. Um, they went completely. The direction that they decided to go go with in this episode was very much uh, reminiscent of a two part series ish of uh, of like a TNG episode. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I thought the writing was great. I thought the dialogue was was incredible. I thought that the uh, that the suspense, the the callbacks, um, the amount of screen time that we get with each character was 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 fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I was completely caught off guard uh, as to how much I enjoyed this this episode. 100%. I sat, so on Thursday morning, every Thursday I sit down because Zara's at work. She's my partner. I'm like, um, it's my only chance I can watch these Star Trek shows because she's not, she's not watching these ones. She's watching Next Gen right now. So I sat down and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Discovery first. No spoilers for whatever our fake news watch for Discovery season four is going to happen, but like, whatever um and i was like okay now i'll just watch picard and like i we were we're not we were not hot on the first season of picard we are honestly it ranked ranked my least favorite after that season ended as as far as like all the star trek shows on the air go picard was my least favorite and like damn immediately i was like i'm hooked I'm hooked and I'm enjoying I mean, it. Like literally, like how did they do this? You know I don't I mean? know. It's a complete 180 from the last season. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you can absolutely see that whoever the 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 writers were. I feel like they took whatever criticisms that they read online, and they probably took that into account with this. Season. Maybe at least like, this first episode. The, the like the the opening sequence of it, I was like, oh, this is fun. This is like happy. This is bubbly. Like, yeah. I really like the interplay between Laris and and Picard. I loved it. I yeah. loved it. Momulin, I'm so into her. She's 60. You go, girl. Yeah. Um, and she's like, um, and and so then like the theme song starts, and it's the same theme from the first from the first season, but it's it's kind of more it's upbeat. A, it's a, and and it's a different uh, opening sequence as well. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is a better theme song too and like i thought i was like that this they can't have this is just a fluke right they can't be this good and like dang i was really by the end of it i was like i'm hooked give me the next episode i can't wait to see the next episode yeah um 
you want to just start breaking down the episode yeah, right now? Let's do it. Let's start okay, with the beginning. You, go for it. Yeah. Uh, so the beginning. Um, well, well, they do the forty-eight hours uh, later bit in the beginning, which I I did enjoy. But let's not talk about that until we get to the for sure. To, I, I mean, I yeah, it's, we'll talk about that. But basically, the the plot of the story of the, the story starts with Picard on his vineyard, and he's making his wine. is It's the end of the season, and Javon is dead. Pour one out for Javon. I'm so sorry, buddy. <laughs> Died off screen. Um, and Laris um is, is kind of taking over the like the managerial duties of the vineyard picard obviously runs it but we get number one it's happy to see number one again yep um yeah i really really liked the interplay and the when they're kind of drinking the wine together and there there's this flirtatiousness because i think laris is supposed to be like 150 um so she's actually older than picard and so like they're cheersing and they're having this kind of fun little romantic banter and i was like i buy this actually i'm surprised that i'm buying a 99 year old man flirting with a 60 year old woman so well right now what's happening and vice versa too and, and yeah. you know it's it's uh it was it was nice because it the the thing about picard's uh i guess history that we know mm-hmm. there's the the thing that we know the least about him is his romantic uh, endeavors right he, yeah we do see there's a lot of tension between him and you know obviously dr crusher we also see um a love interest with him and uh gosh the archaeologist chick's name i can't remember off the vash vash and then there's the uh the lieutenant uh like the science lieutenant that he plays the flute with right in in mm-hmm. the uh in the uh in the jeffrey's tubes but other than that there's we don't he's always put duty above all Right. And that's the kind of common theme with him, at least so far. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it kind of comes to fruition toward like this entire time. He, 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 uh, uh, the, throughout this episode, he still, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't go after Laris. Right. Yeah. He actually leaves her, uh, because there's an important mission, um, you know, off in space where the stargazer and, and, the, you know the captain, um, gosh, Rios. Rios. Uh, he finds some uh, some rift in space time. There's a, there's whatever. A, there's a rip in space time. A rip in space time. Glowing green. Shocking. I wonder. It's like anything glowing green right now. Do you think the Federation would just be kind of like, okay, let's just at least think like, hey, this probably is bored, even though that they're kind of wiped out, right? Let's like, I mean, still right. put, get on high alert a little bit. Yeah, Anyways, I like the. I mean, that, that was the only thing that was like a little bit nitpicky, but it did not bother me one bit. You brought up um, Stargazer. Real quick, though. Okay. Quick, I, I just wanted to finish this thought because the overall theme is that Picard is choosing duty over his own personal love, right? Yeah. And towards the, I'm, I mean, we're going to go full spoilers, I assume, in this episode. So, um, right at the very end, his choice of choose duty over over love. And staying with Laris causes the you know the entire fleet to be destroyed via self destruct, and then we'll talk about the very last end um, later, I guess. But but and, and and I think that at the very end, when the big reveal, obviously Q saying the road not taken, I think he's going to show her show him a life that he had if he were to choose um, his a love interest as opposed to. Um, duty 
Or I maybe some so. kind of mixture of the both. I'm not sure. That's I, what, I that's what think, I kind of gathered. I do think you're on the right track. I think that the this theme is the is kind of deconstructing. The season will deconstruct how Picard is workaholic. We've always known that he was. He's never made time for personal relationships. Even it took the last episode of Star Trek Next Generation for him to join a poker mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Right. Like he's ne- he he is very closed off. He is constantly putting his work above everything else. And the autobiography of Star Trek Picard, which I just finished. Which to this end very well, but I thought the the opening stuff does detail a lot of like, you know, we're this is what this man does always. He will always put his ship his like it's it's a um he does the same thing to Laris that he did to to the girl in Paris. If you remember Next yes. Generation, yeah, I do remember. Yep, he stood someone up to take over the Stargazer. Yep, um, and and that was like I can go with her because he says in that episode I can go with her. And leave Starfleet behind, but he chose Starfleet. And like, I think, well, that that's kind of what we're seeing. We saw that again with Laris. Like, Laris looks at him leaving on a shuttle, but on a shuttlecraft, right. um, uh, kind of longingly. That he he just didn't pay her a second thought. My Starfleet called. I'll I answered. Oh, and you saw the heartbreak in her eyes oh. when he, when she realized he was gone, and he sees he, she sees the ship leave. Yeah. By the way, I gotta say real quickly. So Olga Brady is the is the actress who plays Laris. Mm-hmm. She's sixty years old. She looks great. All of Star Trek Twitter is thirsting after her, and I just gotta say, you go, girl. <laughs> like, good for hey, you. I ain't on Twitter very often, but I'm on their team. Yes, absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent. She is gorgeous. <laughs> yep. Um. Anyway, and I love her accent. Anyway, um, the Stargazer, Captain Rios. Beautiful. Has taken over the new Beautiful Stargazer. Ship. Beautiful, Beautiful ship. ship. I love it. I mean, they just—it's very subtle, right? They only added the, the third and fourth um, nacelles. Nacelles, yes. Yeah. But man, does it look good? Yeah, you know? I like it. It looks great. I love it. One of the things that was really frustrating about the first season, as far as like a Star Trek fan of like aesthetically, um, you know, it's the we talk about it's been talked to death, so we'll talk about it here. The end of the season ends with a bunch of copy and pasted ships, like 150 ships of the same class. Yeah, that just doesn't make any sense. And then the shuttlecrafts in someone the, was taking notes when they were reading the right? Reddit reviews. And then the <laughs> the shuttlecrafts in Picard season one were just reused shuttle, shuttlecrafts from Discovery season ones and twos. And now we got new. We got new shuttlecrafts. We got tons of new ships. We got tons of new ships. We got ships from Star Trek Online in this show. They made four of the ships canon for this show. And I thought that was pretty great. Cool, man. Pretty, pretty cool. There's a Sovereign class. There's a Galaxy class. There's an upgraded Excelsior class. Oh, I was looking at the look at all those ships, man. All look at all those ships. Did you did you freeze frame and pause and take a look? No, at but them? I've watched a lot of breakdowns. Yeah. yeah. Totally, totally, total fun, man. And um so we also get to see the inside of the Stargazer, right? Mm-hmm. With Captain Rios, who is, to, to those of you who follow and know me, uh, uh, know that I, I absolutely, I'm a, I'm a huge cigar aficionado. And seeing the captain on the on a bridge of, of a starship smoking a cigar is brings brings happy tears to my heart. <laughs> and he never lights it, though. He never, never lights, lights it. And you know what? That's fine. That's fine. You know, I mean, I've, there's been several times where I just have it in my mouth. It is what it is. And, uh, um, God, it was so fun to watch. I'm really glad so to watch. he took over a ship. I'm happy to see him in Starfleet. Like him, he's got he's running his ship like a tight, like a, he's running his ship tight. He's got everyone going. He's got everyone going around. He knows, but he still has fun, ship. right? 
Yeah, he still has it's fun. tight, but has fun. She he reminds me a lot of uh, Janeway. Like yes, she, she runs. She ran a tight ship, but she had fun because she, you know, I mean, they had extenuating circumstances, but even still, it's it. I see a lot of similarities between him and Janeway. Yeah, I do too. Um, they pick up um, Gerardi, Doctor Gerardi. Yes. Yeah. Who uh, was initially at what? What planet was she on with all the other synths? Delta. Delta. She was with um, the Deltons from from yeah. um, the Star I, Trek motion I, picture. I loved the the quick interaction that uh, she has. Well, so the interaction starts with a synth trying to hit on her, mm-hmm. and then she kind of doesn't. And no, then, it's not a synth. Um, that was a, that was a Delton. Remember Star Trek the motion picture. Oh, that's picture. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Star Delton, Trek the motion yeah. picture introduces yeah. the Deltons as this kind of like extremely sensual species. Yeah. But the the interaction I'm talking about is between her and um, the main synth from last season. Oh, Soji. Soji. And she's like, you told me that if any, if any, uh, uh, you know, she was essentially being her wingman, right? Yeah. You know, at a bar, like, don't let it, don't let me, you know, drunk dial any of my ex-boyfriends. And she's like, well, I assume that meant like received calls too. So I'm just Mm -hmm. trying to help you out. (laughs) And I love, I love that, that back and forth relationship. It, It, it brings a sense of familiarity with, with the real, with the audience to, to star trek right yeah so i thought that was i thought and that was smart and i thought that that was well done i always liked the characters of picard season one like that was the thing that i was really into and it's nice and i because i always thought they had good chemistry together they all they all clearly had a good time working together and the story doesn't quite let that shine through in this first season and we get that more in this season and it does feel like these this crew they like each other these actors mm-hmm. they like each other they like playing with each other they like being on the Star Trek show with each other. And that comes through far more in this season than it did in the last season so far. That we see this interplay, like when Gerardi is with Rios and she just kind of like goes under the cut to the, 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 the railing. And it's like, can I do this real quickly? Let me just, like, it's fun. They're having a good mm-hmm. time, even though this Star Trek show is supposed to be a little bit darker than the others. Uh, and I was, that was really refreshing. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and by the way, very quickly, we are actually able to see a lot of the bridge crew members of the uh, of the Stargazer with actual roles that they actually see. Yes, as, as opposed know. to uh, Discovery, which we there's constantly get annoyed about. Science officer, there's con, there's tactical. It's like, yeah, cool. I know what all you guys do on this ship. Yes. Good job. All right, and that hey, and how long did that take? It took what ten seconds. I know they're not even characters. We're never going to see them again, but I know what the hell they do. Um, speaking of ships, uh, captaining Rios's old ship is seven of nine with yeah. the uh, upgraded, if you want to call it uh, computer uh, simulated doctor. Or, you know, all, all, all the, the Rios, all the Rios holograms have been merged yeah. into one. Yeah. Um, I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, the, the banter between, uh, Seven and Rios was pretty fun when she when he goes, it, what's with all the scratches on my ship? And he, she goes, it gives it character, you know, or something like that. I can't yeah. remember exactly what she said. I thought that was fun. Um, before Picard goes off, obviously, and before we see this big rift and all that stuff, uh, he gives a speech to Starfleet, Starfleet Academy, and we get introduced to Elnor, who has joined, uh, who has joined Starfleet as the first Romulan. Yes, correct the first for the first full romulan to join starfleet yeah and he has put uh i can't remember the name of the ship but she he's on the same ship as rafi is mm-hmm. excelsior right? excelsior yeah 
And Rafi's still first officer. I, we don't get to see who the captain is. She's still just a commander, but um, but yeah, well, so, she, she could be commanding the ship. Like the, the might ship be, that might yeah, not have yeah. a captain. Um, but I mean, you would assume that you know, well, just in the history of Star Trek, I mean, yeah. it is rare to see a you know just a commander commanding. A but ship. we also don't know. We also don't know. Like we're never going to see the Excelsior again. She's we're, because now we're in this alternate time period. But like. Yeah. Um, I do, I do like that. Instead of forcing them all into one, into one ship right away, it was, I think, done organically that um, the La Serena and the Stargazer were both there, and it's like, okay, let's maybe pool our resources. Gerardi was there because she's a scientist, and we need to figure this this, this mystery out. Picard is there because they asked for Picard, and then Rafi and Elnor show up because the Stargazer is like, hey, Starfleet, why don't you send a damn fleet? Because we don't know what we're dealing with, and they do, and so like I I I really liked, I really liked that scene. I really yeah, liked this really episode. Cool. Let Let's talk about the uh, the the rift, I guess. So um, it's a it's rift first, in space time, which is interesting. The, it's first discovered by Seven, and then uh, Rios is able to to intercept it somehow. And they, they start uh, when Girardi comes on board, she's able to do some her scientific magic and is able to kind of just get a um, a whole uh, they, they, she re- realizes it's an audio message saying there's a lot of part. help us. There's a, a lot of different uh, different voices. Uh, languages and voices, and voices in, and this, languages, yeah. in this thing. And they all translate to uh, help us Picard. Yeah. And then um, so that gets relayed to Picard. Who then leaves Laris, right? And then we talked about that. Real quickly, he, because you yep. brought up Laris one more time. Um, I hope that we get more screen time for that actress. I was I think so too. Really uh, upset that the last I was really upset that the last season we saw her in the first two episodes and then never again. I would love I bet you she she is some like John Wickish type of like ex military. Oh, we know she's uh, um ex Talshi. Yeah, she's a, yeah, I know, but I'd love to see her just like go John Wick on someone, you know? Yeah. I think that'd be badass. She says cheeky feckers in the last season, and I love that. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Picard goes off, uh, and he goes and he tries to hail them. Right? Oh, real yeah. quick, real quick. No, before that, before that, Rios says, "Make it so" on the Stargazer, and I thought that was great. I thought that was awesome because <laughs> he's he was with Picard. He's with, been yeah. with Picard enough times. He knows the legacy. Yeah. Um, you so Elnor, real quickly, we kind of brushed over Elnor, but Elnor is given a book that was written by Spock that basically just talks about mm-hmm. Spock's time in Starfleet, um, yeah. and his struggles. And he gives him a, because there's because the point of the of the book is to that Spock's met lesson was to live a little, mm-hmm. and I really thought that was nice. Was um, there's a there's, lot of like there's a lot of little Easter eggs, uh, especially with picard at starfleet right yeah uh, he mentions that he's thinking about redoing the kobayashi maru um, there's the there's the thing of all these like classic ships so we yeah. see voyager yeah. and stargazer yeah. maybe the enterprise um i do wonder i still wonder i was talking to my 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 star trek group on um on a, it's called made it so our star trek group on, on facebook um bunch of bunch of people on there we were talking about Why potentially this group that's I'm, i feel because, a little hurt right now because okay. you're Don't not because you don't listen to the Weekly Planet podcast. The Weekly Planet. Never heard of it, I don't think. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why you're not on it. You're not Are you on it? Yeah. You're on the Weekly Planet. Why can't I say that? Weekly, the weekly Oh, no, I'm not on the Weekly Planet. I'm a fan of the Weekly Planet. We oh, have a Facebook oh, group. oh, okay. 
Wait, is Facebook. that the one in Australia? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I have. I have listened to it. Okay. Yeah, we have a Facebook group. Oh, okay. Cool. Of all the listeners of that show, we have a Facebook group. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, on that we were, I was talking about how now that they've made some strips from Star Trek from Star Trek Online canon, I don't necessarily think they're making Star Trek Online canon. Although there's no technically, I guess, no reason why it can't be. It's set it's set a little bit further than Picard is. Um, like twenty four fifteen is when it starts, I think. But now that they've done that, I was curious about the Enterprise again. As always, I'm always curious about what the state of the Enterprise is in Starfleet at this point. We know that Star Trek Online has introduced the Enterprise F. Um, and I'm curious if right now in Picard, there is an Enterprise E or if there is no Enterprise in service and we're going to see the Enterprise F someday down the line. Mm -hmm. Just little musings that I find that I'm always kind of talking about with uh, that. I'm always kind of um, well, I think we're always wondering where the Enterprise is and who's commanding it and why they don't have their own show. You well, know, we know that war, you know, historically, you know, the Enterprise has been the flagship of the of starfleet right oh wait sorry star trek online can't be canon <laughs> because Worf is the captain of the enterprise e how do we know he's not right now well no because data is the captain of the enterprise e in star trek online oh, and data's okay. dead we know that that was the whole last That's season true. about yeah, it that was all last season yeah <laughs> so he died again um yeah so star trek online can't be canon sorry guys star trek online but it's cool that you guys got your ships i'm happy for you um okay what were we talking about uh we were talking about the rift and how picard uh yeah. first gets uh you know he he I, leaves laris and then he goes to rios's ship the stargazer and he asks and then uh, uh we hear the message he tries to hail uh the rift and um and a borg ship comes board through ship, uh, an unusual shape of a borg ship comes yeah. out right well which so, i thought was actually really nice i like that yeah me too i there's a lot of there's a lot of really interesting stuff that's like feels very star trek to me that they're doing in this scene like when they find when they realize it's the borg that's calling them there there's seven who's obviously going like no like the borg mm -hmm. only exists to decimate but because the borg have been so decimated at this point in their history because there's just you know the we don't know the state of the Borg, really, but according to Starfleet, they're just not doing well right now. I mean, for all they know, they could just be assimilating an entire quadrant. They wouldn't know. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, the idea of peace at the Borg are like, we come in peace. We want to join Starfleet. We want to have us. We want to we want to join for the Federation. And Picard is the one saying, like, we can't. We really like I get it. I get the trepidation, but we can't say no. Like, if this is real, if this is true, the Borg could be a very powerful ally to the Federation. I yeah. was, I really, and I thought that both sides of the argument made sense. Both sides of the argument were very well articulated. And I found myself kind of in the middle, as you should with these kind of Star Trek debates of like, well, yeah, on the one hand, the Borg are like the greatest enemy the Federation has ever faced. And on the other hand, they, if this is real, this is true, and they actually do want peace. This could be this a big is, deal. This is, this is the big reason why I love this episode so much, because it, historically, Star Trek has been about exploring these uh, moral themes, right? Yeah. Uh, of of one side versus the other, but you can kind of understand both sides. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And uh, making those hard choices, uh, especially as, as a captain or now admiral. Um, and the... 
when this was presented, it just it evoked all these memories that uh, of, of some of the highlighted classics of Star Trek, right? Yeah. Um, that we had. I don't know. Won't bore you. Won't bore the audience because I they've we've talked about this in length in in previous episodes. So. Yeah, uh, I I just felt like, and even then, even then, when the when the queen arrives. By the way, I love her outfit. <laughs> I love the queen's outfit. I thought that looked really cool. Um, and she arrives. She's actually, she's, she's actually going to be uh, representing the Borg in the in the bobsled Olympics. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> um, that's why she's there. It's for the Federation exactly, Olympics, right? Yep. Um, yeah. When when she when she arrives on the ship, um, and, and by the way. Return of the Bubble Shields. Yes, it doesn't take a lot, Star Trek. Yeah, but when, but you know, we you make us happy when you do things like that. Um, and she's not killing any of the people who are firing mm-hmm. on her. She's stunning every one of them. I was like, wait, what? We're we're misunderstanding something here. What's happening? We're what is happening is not what we think is happening. Of course, yeah. Um, and like I get Picard's fear. By the way, nice touch for the synthetic body that he can't hear the Borg anymore. You know, he yeah. he, he yeah, turns to seven that. and mm-hmm. he turns to seven and he asks, like, is it the Borg? Because he doesn't have the Borg implants in his yeah, new body. Doesn't. Yeah. Um, but nice little nice little touch that reminds us of a terrible season. Either that or they forgot about it, but either way, we're happy about it. However, well, it's, it it's, worked out. <laughs> that's all I need. That's that's kind of all I don't need to like every day be like every day, every episode be like, hey, remember, you you live in a synthetic body now. You're mm-hmm. a golem body. But like little things like that, I'm happy with because it doesn't constantly remind me of a terrible season. Um, it 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 just kind of it's just kind of a nice little world building lore yeah. that if you're paying attention, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm curious to know what the Borg Queen's intention was because it was very like well, we I was didn't simulating know. the ship. Yeah, we didn't know because uh, Picard. Uh, well, not only did she he tried to uh, prevent the Queen uh, from assimilating the ship, he failed, and now the Queen is actually assimilating all the ships because it's like some kind of mothership similar to like I guess Independence Day, where if you get the one ship, everything else is uh, well. The Stargazer has. The Stargazer has Borg technology in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So she can easily assimilate the ship. So they think. And like, there is a sense that she is trying to take over the ship, but we don't know for what reason. Don't you think? Well, (laughs) if you got the technology, you might as well use it, right? I guess. But if one of your biggest threats was the Borg, I think you'd try to figure out a way to. Yeah, that's fair. Incorporate their technology without them being able to exploit it. Either way. Voyager had um, Borg tech by the time uh, she came that, What ends up happening is that, you know, Picard realized, like, oh, crap, you know, I don't got time to make this decision. Self-destruct all the ships now. Yeah. And well, and self, self-destruct just the Stargazer. I thought it was all the ships, dude. No, it's just the Stargazer. Mm. Because you mm. see all the ships, they get pushed back by the by the destruction of the Stargazer. They don't explode all t- They don't explode at oh, the same okay. time. Okay. All right. um, the, like the shockwave of the Stargazer explosion kind of pushes them away. Um, and well, yes, you're right. If, if, the, if she got a hold of the, of the stargazer, she would be able to have the access codes to other Starfleet ships. And so she could essentially make her own little fleet. And that was the fear. And I get it. But like, that's the fact that she was stunning. Everyone just tells to me, like, there was something else. Well, of course. Yeah. And, and, the re- and she said that the reason why she's taken over the ship is because it's the only leverage that she'd be able to have in, in, 
in making this peace deal or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, we never I, got to see that. And either yet. way, either way, like we'll probably won't see it until the end of the season, to be fair, because now oh, we're yeah. in this alternate universe. But before we get to the final, we haven't. And you know, this is going to be the exact scene at the end of the season, too, yes. right? Either the end of the season or at least the midway uh, finale. Yeah. We've talked, we haven't talked about Guinan yet. Oh, yeah. Guinan. Yeah. So, um, in, before Picard gets the uh, gets the message, right to go to go off into space one last uh, or another time, he goes to visit uh, an old. He friend. goes to visit an old friend. Yeah, who's uh, well, where is she? She so she is in Los Angeles mm-hmm. in twenty four oh one, where she has opened a bar on Forward Avenue at number ten. Yep, ten forward. Awesome, loved it. And yep. So go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say uh, I think that it's really great that the way they hand wave her age made sense you know it's all i needed it's like yeah we can For choose sure. to age yeah cool i'm into that i don't care although you know so you know do you remember the episode where they find data's head in in earth you know and then they go oh, back yeah. in time and it's like have you been doing this back and forth for the ages i'm not sure she might have she might have um yeah i, I thought the interplay between the two of them worked really well it was like two old friends it's like seeing two old friends again we haven't mm-hmm. seen guidance since generations Yep. Uh, I, I know she's in a deleted scene of Nemesis, but like it was just really nice to to have that scene to get to, to together with them. But I want to say they have opened that bar in Los Angeles. Oh, that's am, a real place. And I am going on the 11th. Oh, I didn't know it was a real place. That's awesome. Yeah, Take I'm really excited. That's awesome. I will. And it's not going to be like the same bar. I'm sure they just like modeled sure. it. They just yeah. took over a bar and made it. But I'm excited. I oh, so is it Star Trek themed? Yeah, it's a Star Trek themed bar. No way. Yeah. Oh, that is so neat. I'm going to have to go even though I don't drink. It's only it's only up for a limited time. Oh. Uh, it's like a it's like a, a promotional bar. It's going to open. It opens on the 10th. And I think it's up most of the month. And I'm going on Friday. I'm excited. Nice, man. Let me know how it is. I will. Anyway. I don't think there's a anyway, whole lot to say. It's brief, you know. He, uh, basically, what Guinan says is, uh, you know, your last, your final frontier is actually the, you know, the the frontier within you kind of thing. Yeah. You, know, and, you know, she speaks in her riddles, and you know, <laughs> as she does, as she does. Um, and then the other, the other thing, I think we've danced around it enough, but we could talk about Q at this point. Yeah, I mean, so I mean that pretty much brought us to Q, right? Like, uh, yeah. uh, you know, at, at the at the moment that that Picard did, gives a self destruct order and it counts down, an explosion happens. All of a sudden, he wakes up back in his in his uh, uh, I guess sunroom or whatever in the vineyard. In the vineyard. Uh, I mean, earlier we did get a little flashback of him as a child with his mother uh, in that same. Uh, um, sunroom in, at the vineyard. I'm a little confused by that, and I want to. I, I want to put this one out there for my Star Trek fans watching this, and feel free to comment. But here's here's how it looks to me, and I want to see if it, and I want to know if it looked that way to anybody else. Um, it looks to me like Picard, like Picard's mother and father took over the vineyard from someone, and it didn't quite look to me like it was a family house that had been standing for generations. Now I have. I mean, it, may, it, may, it may be a family house, but maybe it wasn't. Uh, so maybe they were forced on. They're the only family members left, kind of thing. They didn't really want it initially. Maybe. That's, I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't really look too much into that, to be quite honest with you. It was. It was just a weird. It was just a weird thing that I was. I don't think that was quite as clear at this point that how how like 
it, it how that came about because it does it in, in dialogue it is implied that uh picard's family has taken over the vineyard and in next generation it was always kind of implied that the, the vineyard has just always been in the picard family now like you said that could be the case that it is just the picard's picard's family is now mm-hmm. taking it over from either pick either picard's uncle or the grandfather or whatever like this is just them moving into the vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a little, it was a little strange. And I just want to know how other people saw that. So if you could I, comment below. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, it wasn't strange enough to me to really think yeah. that, that far deep into it, but and that's yeah, why I'm a better Star Trek fan than you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but Q. Yeah, so uh, you know he's in his uh, thing. He notices that uh, one of the, his paintings is off, and then all of a sudden, he hears you know those 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 words in in the in the voice that he dreads most. And I thought his reaction was perfect. Me too. He goes, "No, no, 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 God not damn you, Q, not you know you." And uh, I mean, granted, the de aging technology. And by the way, I called it. I called how this was going to happen. Yeah. Right? Uh, if you guys can go ahead and go back to, you know, the, the previous, uh, uh, fake nerd watch, but he sees Q and Q's DH. It, it's not the best technology, not like, you know, the, the newest Luke or, or what have doesn't you. need to be. It's only for a be. second. It's so quick. And he goes, let me catch up. And he goes in his full go, you know, white goatee. And it's just, oh, he was perfect. Yeah, a perfect introduction. When he, he shows up and he's still young Q and he's like, Oh, you're a bit older than I thought you would. Hold on. Yeah. And it's still the same, like it's still the same like effect. They didn't update the effect oh, very yeah. much. Um, great. I was really yep. into that. Um and it got me it got me like excited for more. Yeah. And uh he you know, he you know, the last time he 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 makes him recollect the last time that they met, which was at the season finale of TNG, where he said uh, because he's, he's like, you've been talking a lot about change and second chances. And uh, what did I tell you last time? Like the trial never ends. And I can't believe it's taken them this long to bring back Q. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last time Q has been seen was in, was in an episode of Voyager and yep. like none of the Star Trek movies introduced Q uh, reintroduced Q. And so, and now we've gotten this far away oh, to be fair. I guess lower decks did it first. I guess yeah. on lower decks in season yeah. one, but yeah, very nice to see Q back. I'm, I'm, yep. I love what they did. I love how they introduced him. There's not a whole lot there yet because I think the next episode is going to open with a bunch of exposition. Um, yep, I believe that. But yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm a hundred percent in. By far, I think the best episode of Star Trek Picard. Yes. Um, and it can only go downhill from here. So I can't wait to hate the rest. Well, of let's the not say that. <laughs> no, let's be positive. If Michael no, Burnham, this was a, this was a great episode. I love. If it. Michael Burnham has taught me anything, it is that Star Trek is only about the concept of hope, and that is it. That's all Star Trek is about. Was that yeah. another Michael Burnham speech you're trying to give me? Yeah, I'm so <laughs> done with the show. Uh, now that I have it's almost sp- over. Don't worry. Uh, not soon enough. Well, anyway, spoilers for the next pictures. Watch some Star Trek Discovery. Um, I'm I'm really happy to be in this place with Picard. I'm so stoked to see what happens next. I did not expect to like it as much as I did. Um, yeah, it's just that's really all I got to say. Like I, I really liked it. I'm really yeah. into it. 
I liked it a lot. I'm looking forward to the second episode in a couple days. Yeah. Get like, on. I'm ready. This is, a, this is a Star Trek show that I'm like it's excited. A strong start. Strong start. High expectations moving forward. Um, they reset the bar extremely high. Yeah. And um, you know what? I don't, if you stay at this level, I don't need you to get better. Just keep going. Just mm-hmm. make it. Uh, if you, if this, if this is the flat line of how good this episode is, I'm here for it, baby. Yeah. Let's go. I'm ready. Anyway, I think that'll do it then. I don't have much else to add. That's it. That's all I did. We talked about, I think we talked about this episode quite thoroughly. Yeah. Hope for more Laris in the future. Um, can't wait to see where all the other rest of the crew are in this dystopian nightmare of Federation. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad to be here with Picard. I'm really glad to be here with Picard because I wasn't in the last season. I was dreading this season. And I'm glad to be here with Picard with you because I feel like the past, the past few, uh, I mean, minus lower decks, it's just been a bitch fest for me. (laughs) I mean, I'm really excited so far. We did it's like, only the first episode, but I'm really excited so far. I think Discovery started strong. I just think it ran out of steam far too quickly. All right. I guess that'll do it then. So why don't you plug your shit? Oh, cool. Hey, I'm Mike from the Downright Nerdy Podcast. You can find me at Downright Nerdy Podcast on Instagram and at Downright underscore nerdy on the Twitters. Uh, we come out with a new episode every Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m., but you can watch it and watch it and or listen to it anywhere on either on youtube or any of your favorite podcasting apps um so yeah uh we are not this upcoming week but next week we're going to be reviewing the batman it's gonna be kind of cool. fun so we'll see how that goes and uh i've been hearing good things let's hope it lives up to my expectations all right so that'll do it this is this is part of the Fichtner podcast family of podcasts this is Fichtner's watch if you want to check out what we thought about season one of picard that we've alluded to a bit we've already done that you can check out our season one reviews every episode of season one has been reviewed by us by the two of us um you can check that out of course we also have like this um on your channel we have this picard like um yeah yeah character profile yeah if you want to go back uh we review uh, Brandon's a part of it as a part, uh, in addition to several other podcasters and YouTubers, uh, we go over, um, every single episode of star Trek, the next generation, or I'm not every, not episode, every single season of star Trek, the next generation and all the next generation movies, um, in preparation for star Trek Picard season one. So if you want to go back and, uh, and, and, and watch our reactions and, and thoughts about every season, go check those out. Links Very down cool. below. Um, so that'll, that'll do that for this. So stay tuned. We'll keep going with Picard. Um, and we're going to unfortunately keep going on with discovery. Got three more episodes of that. Uh, so stay tuned, but nine more episodes of Picard. So there you go. Um, that'll, so, so check out, of course, we, if you like this video and you subscribe to this channel, check out all of our other, uh, all of our other shows. There's Basement Arcade, which is currently going through Mortal Kombat X playthrough. Basement Arcade Pause Menu, which just put up a new episode last week with Ben talking to the well-read mage about physical versus digital collecting. There is Animation Station, Fakenet Book Club, and Conversation Season 2 is coming, so stay tuned for that. I'll talk about more about that when that gets closer. And, of course, the Fichtner Podcast, which is our mothership show. This is the, the show that all these shows are a part of. You can find, uh, we just talked about The Batman. Um, we talked uh, at, in depth about how much we enjoyed that movie. I don't, I, that's not a spoiler to say. We really liked that movie. Gosh, um, I'm not going to watch it now. Oh, damn it. Um, 
and you can check so we talked about a bunch of other things and then this week we're talking about maybe the new pixar film turning red stay tuned we'll we'll see what that would be we go live every sunday about eight or nine at night pst um which is quite late but whatever and uh yeah we have a t public we have a patreon which you can find linked below you can support us there uh you can find our we have masks crafted by z masks what else do i normally plug fake guys at gmail.com like this video subscribe to this channel i'm a bt mcclure on instagram and twitter i also write for kaiju weekly sorry kaiju ramen uh i'm the editor for kaiju ramen the website so if you guys like kaiju and want to submit something to me find me submit it to me and we put it up on that website um, I write for Screen Rant. I've got a bunch of Star Trek Picard pieces up for Screen Rant in, in, um, in, in preparation for this. There's a one ranking all the time travel methods of Star Trek. There's some of the episodes of Star Trek that Picard is taking inspiration from. Um, there's another one. Oh, Reddit theories of Star Trek Picard, which are all wrong already, um, which is funny. Um, but you can check out all those lists. Those happen up on Screen Rant. And I also write for Atomic Geekdom, where I'm writing this kind of revisiting the Infinity Saga for you Marvel fans. Um, that goes up every Friday. N- new piece going up this Friday, not last Friday. I got just too swamped. That's all the things I do. BT McLaurin, Instagram, Twitter. Mike, where can you find them? No, I already said it, but... Uh... Your Twitters and then your Instagrams. Yep. Instagram, at Downright Nerdy Podcast. Twitter, at Downright underscore Nerdy. Yada, yada, yada. That's Very cool. Subscribe to us. Like this video, subscribe to the channel. Until next time we see us, guys, live long and prosper. Or no, engage. Make it so.